You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Technically is the day. It is technically, and so, in all other ways, it could be my actual birthday today. So, I mean, you are getting pretty old at this point. How does it feel? What? That? I mean, now, I mean, it's like you've crossed that boundary to where you're definitely in ma'am territory, you know, and you're, I mean, what? it's okay. 37 is it a ma'am? Every, oh, that's a ma'am territory, I think. That is. And it's okay. It? It's okay, but I think, you know, maybe today we should kind of readjust your expectations. Oh, my expectations. I'm gonna. I'll try to explain a little bit to you. It's all right though. It's your birthday. Hello, everyone. Thanks, Greg. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. We have a lot of stuff to get to today, but I think what we need to address right here at the what? beginning. What? It is indeed. Miss Sarah X. Dillon's birthday today. Oh, my goodness. I thought you forgot. Oh, I've you would never so let I've been so bad me. about reminding you. <laughs> no one would ever know that your birthday Nobody was coming Nobody would up. ever know. Well, happy birthday, Sarah. Thank you. Turning 36? 37. 37. 37. Yeah, it's 2017. Yep, yeah, 37. you're already forgetting. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm yes. already forgetting. That's another I sign. I swear, I thought this is that another I was, sign of getting older. I already thought I was 37. Like, <laughs> I thought I was turning 38. <laughs> Have you been telling people that? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah. weird. At least I guess you're going up a number, not down yeah, a number. that's true. So, I mean, it's like I'm, I'm younger than I thought I was. Yeah. So, I guess that's something. Yeah. Our buddy Ryan had, did that. He had his birthday, what, last month, I think it was. Mm. And he was telling everybody the wrong age until finally his mom said, you're not turning 34, you're 35. It's like, <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, but he did it the reverse. He did he it was the reverse. To like, yeah. yeah, he was saying a, a number too soon. So No, I'm proud of myself. Like, people I'm not- are asking, are you, are you like... You know, sliding the number down a little bit just for the show. That's what I was just going to say. No, because, you know, everyone, you know, jokes is like, oh, happy 30th birthday or whatever. I'm like, I don't care. I'm 37. I'm going to wear it with pride. Yeah. 37. Well, there's a few things I think you should start thinking about now that, you know, because I'm a couple years older and I've seen some things. You're in your 40s. I am 40. I'm not That's in, in my your, 40s. Are you no. in your 30s? No, I'm not. No, no I'm in the between zone. <laughs> That's not the between I'm zone. I'm in the between zone. That's not how numbers I'm not work. in my 40s. You are in 40. your 40s. No, when I've turned 41, if somebody's tw- then I'm in my 40s. If someone's 20, 
What, they're what just twenty. Age group are they in? No, they're just they're twenty. They're in that in between zone because you're either in your twenties and then there's the, uh, you know, the actual <laughs> the big number, mm -hmm. and then you know you're in your E's, whatever they are. So when you're thirty, so you're, you're just thirty. You're in your E's right now. Um, no, I'm forty. I'm not in my forties. Uh, I'm forty. Okay. Yeah, that's see, that's how whatever. it works. That's that's kind of how that's kind of how those, <laughs> that's kind of how it works in my mind. Oh yeah, At least for see, this year. Yeah. Our friend Tucky is pointing out the day after your birthday, you're technically in your forties. So I mean, it could change next year. But are, right now, you are in your forty-first year. You are in your forties. Since the first yes. year is zero. If you go that way, there yeah, are different way. ways to look at it. Mm -hmm. But either way, you are in your late thirties now. I mean, you've officially entered into that zone. Like there's no there's no wiggle room for the mid. Or yeah, it's being like asked uh, for you to specify this whole number thing. Did the millennium start uh, on January first of two thousand? Or January 1st of 2001? Well, technically, 2000 is kind of a standalone year. So 2001 would have been in the millennium. So that's kind of, I mean, this is just scientific facts. I mean, this is just kind of how it works. But anyway, that's fine. We don't have to get into it too much. Well, regardless, I'm still much younger than Greg, and that's okay. <laughs> that is, I am still, I am currently in my 30s. You are in your 30s. That is true. Yes. You are. Um, oh, I do want to say, uh, did I say this is Fun Employment Radio? I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Oh, I don't even know if I did not. the proper intro. I don't know. I really don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't pay attention when I do. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. This is a different kind of intro than we normally do because it is Sarah's birthday. So we started it off a little bit different. Um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in wherever and however you listen. Also, don't forget the Portland Podcast Festival Ooh. is going to be December 2nd. And just to address that really quick, uh, December 2nd, Portland Podcast Festival here in Portland at the Hawthorne Theater. Uh, myself, Sarah, and our friend Jason Lamb are the ones putting this on, and we are so excited for it. And I know we might have some newer-ish listeners that are tuning in right now, especially maybe some other podcasts. So... I'll say this. We're going to be announcing which podcasts are a part of the festival throughout mm -hmm. the week on our Facebook page, the PDX Podcast Festival Facebook page. Uh, so far, we have announced that Geek in the City awesome. shall be on the show. Uh, we've got uh, Reading the Bible with Dan, which you've probably heard Dan Weber on the show before. His podcast is going to be there performing. It's live highly show. offensive and hilarious. Uh, yeah, highly huh. offensive. It's amazing. <laughs> and uh, then we'll be announcing two each day. So today, I know already announced was Rip City Bad Boys with Keelan King and Tristan Mayer. They will be a Yay. part of the show. And so more and more will be announced on there. And uh, if you're a podcast that we have not contacted yet, stay tuned for the end of the week. The end of the week is when um, there may be something there for you. So awesome. we'll just leave it at that. Follow the Facebook page. That's the main thing that you can do. So, all right. That's out of the way. Uh, but. I know. How I saw Greg bring in, like, some sort of bag thing. And, oh. like, he's just making me sit here and wait. Well, I mean, maybe we just don't have time for it. Mm. I don't know. All right. Sarah, would you like some presents? <gasps> what? Nah. No, thanks. I'm good. Sarah is... I don't know if I've ever known anyone who enjoys presents as much as Sarah does. I Everybody mean, enjoys no, presents. No, you enjoy them to a different level. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing. It's it, it, not at all. Uh -huh. It's just you just genuinely enjoy the art of presenting. I enjoy getting <laughs> gifts. Uh, who, said, who can actively say that they don't enjoy getting gifts? Well, I know. I mean, everybody enjoys it. I think you just, your excitement level is, it's, it's, uh, it's neat. It's neat how excited you get about things. Well, I'm I'm very grateful for the things that I receive. And you are, 100%. Well, okay. Well, I've got I've got a few presents here for you. What? I just got a couple of things. What? Yeah, you know, we're not going too crazy I here. I do really like presents. I can tell you, it's not a trip to Europe or anything, but mm -hmm. uh, 
Although we're working on that. Fun Planet Radio going to Ireland. Um, okay. Oh, it's so in a bag. It's in a bag. It's in a bag. So I'm just going to show you the order. One, two. Okay. Okay. That's the order of things. All right. Again, you know. I'm not going too crazy here, but I wanted to get you a couple of things just Ooh. for your birthday. And I know you've got a lot of other stuff going on. What this is, is this? <laughs> starting off, it's just a card um, that uh, I can't remember what it says on the front of it, but it's it a bunch of facts. Reflect, uh, reflections of a special year. Of a special year. That's the year I was born. That's the year you were born. So That's once we're awesome. done with the presents here, I've got a bunch of other information for you that I'm going to share with you, but I might snag a couple out of that. You uh, absolutely flyer. should. Ooh, so back in the day, 1980. <laughs> oh, it has a car, a new car was 7500 and seventy-four dollars. Uh huh. Big League Chew came out the year that I was born. Was it in nineteen eighty? Mm-hmm. I love Big League Me Chew. Me too. What was your favorite kind? Uh, you know what? Else, you know what I loved more than Big sour League? apple or grape? Mine was watermelon. Yeah, watermelon. The right thing up that there I too. liked better than Big League Chew was bubble tape. Bubble tape was good. Bubble tape. Yeah. I loved the chalky bubble gum taste of bubble tape. Yeah. Bubble tape's good. You see how much you can fit in and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I liked Big League Chew maybe a little bit more. But uh, yeah, man, this big league chew okay, still around. Okay, this is actually fascinating. It has like how much like different foods cost during the. Okay, days? hand that over here to me, and then because I've got some other stuff that's going to go along with this, and I will share some of that. Okay, wait. So okay, so I'm giving my present. Yep, to you're Greg. giving. Thank yep. you. <laughs> There's your present. All right, so I'll here's take this. it back now. Ooh, all right. What's this? What's going on here? Well, this is just because I know, you know, with Sarah, we talked about the technology oh. side and how much I really, really wish she would use her computer and use her phone to write down notes, but she won't, so I, I got her some... Oh my gosh, notebooks Some of and your kooky notebooks. A calligraphy and a, pen? And uh, I know you love your pens. Oh my god, so I love pens. This is a, that's a fancy... That my is the most is expensive very... pen I've ever purchased. Really? Yeah, my which mom isn't is much. Really right? amazing it means it's over $2. That's all. Uh, and then he got me a notebook that says medicated and motivated. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then the other one says true, there were side effects. Yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. I Thank had you, some Greg. help picking that one out too. Uh, I'll say that it. is funny. Yeah. All right, and then I go over here. Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So this Ooh. is because there's a reason behind these. There's a there's a reason for that one. So one, I know how much you love ice water. I love Why don't you ice go ahead and water. Open this up. So Sarah, it, Sarah loves ice water. Ooh. Probably not as much as wine, but close. And the other yeah. thing is that you're also not very good with geography. So I'm not. what I got you is <laughs> it's an awesome. ice tray that is in the shape of the United States, and each state turns into an ice cube. That is so awesome. I'm trying to get it open. This is amazing. Oh, my God. Here, how do I get it open? And it is all 50 states. That is all 50 states. Well, except for the two, the, the lower 48. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, right. oh, that's true. It is just all the, co- it's just the continental. Yeah. The continental United States. I can't get this open. There it is. Oh, that is awesome. Thank you so much. I thought so it was much. pretty cool. That is pretty damn cool. So there, now you can, you know, use and ice. And I never have and, ice cubes. And you can learn what the states are <laughs> at the same time. So it works but it doesn't both. really say what the states well, are. Well, but you'll get an idea. You'll get an idea. I know what they look like. Yeah. Yeah. It'll Thank you so much. You're welcome. Ooh. All right. And the final thing is just one other one other thing I wanted to get you that I thought was cool. And uh, open this up. Oh, awesome. It's a Star Trek mug. <laughs> it's a Star Trek mug, but it's one of those ones where you put hot 
hot coffee in it, and then it changes. <gasps> so they're in the transporter room. And do they go it's, from the transporter room to the alien planet? Yeah. Oh, that that's is so cool. They didn't have a next generation. That's original Star Trek, but I still thought it was pretty cool. I know. Uh, this is amazing. Thank you so yeah. much. You can drink your Star Trek Yay, coffee. Yeah, I can drink my Star Trek coffee. Yeah. I love it. Thank you, Greg. Yeah, you're These welcome. These are all so thoughtful and nice Yay. gifts. Yay. There you go. These yeah. are, uh, I, I will give a secret. They're all from our friends at Asylum, too. Awesome. Yep. I, I, yep. I recognize the mug because yep. <laughs> I've actually seen, You've seen it before. in there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I love that <laughs> mug. Asylum on Hawthorne, 37th and Hawthorne. Yeah, Deb and Anton uh, helped me pick out a couple Ooh, of those. Oh, that is so awesome. Well, mm-hmm. I want to learn some more facts, some birthday right. facts. So we've got some 80s. birthday facts. And I have, a, I have a few things here. So October 9th, your birthday. Uh, do you know what the number one song was on your birthday? I believe it was, was it George Michael? No. I thought it was like freedom or something. It was not. Was it uh, Boy George? Was it something with a boy? No. Oh, Queen. Queen. Another Another one one bites bites the dust. dust. It was uh, the number one song for three weeks. Including over October 9th. Wow. birthday. So that is uh, one little fact there. A couple of other things, Sarah. Tell me. So in the year 1980, also born, do you know some of the other famous people born in 1980? Um, well, I know, I don't know if ones that are born in 1980. I know that John Lennon and Sean Lennon both are born on Correct, and I knew you already October knew that 9th, one. yeah. Well, also in the year 1980, uh, <laughs> Elin Nordgren, Tiger Woods' ex-wife. Apparently oh, the blonde one. Yeah, the blonde one. Uh-huh. Uh, Zoe Deschanel. Well, that's the one you like, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Jessica Simpson also. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Macaulay Culkin. Really? Same age as you. That's kind of weird. That is you weird. Think of him. I don't know. Macaulay Culkin with all the child stars. I mean. Wait, Macaulay Culkin was born in 1980? Was or born on in my... 1980. Yeah. So is he older than me or younger than me? Well, he's older by a month. Well, Macaulay Culkin's older than me. By like a month and a half. That's weird. I mean, I don't think a month and a half really counts as older. Oh, boy, says the guy who's just 40, not in his 40s. Yes, because it's technically not 40s. Um, Kim Kardashian. Oh. Yeah. You are older than Kim Kardashian. I'm older than Kim Kardashian. You're older than Kim Kardashian. Well, I guess I could see that. By like a week and a half. Wow. Yeah, pretty close. Uh, Christina Aguilera. Also born in huh. 1980. And Jake Gyllenhaal. You Ooh. are older than Jake Gyllenhaal. Am I? Yes. No. You are. That's not true. You are two and a half months older than Jake Gyllenhaal. I thought you just said that doesn't matter. That <laughs> well, doesn't count. It does now that it bothers you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's just some of the some of the famous people that were also born in 1980. Wow. I want to kind of list off there just for that. Um, oh, it's being noted that Sharon Osbourne was also born today, according to Jesmond in the live chat. Okay, definitely not in 1980. Live. <laughs> yeah. That is weird that Macaulay Culkin is this old. Yeah, no, because I remember watching Home Alone movies, but I, was, I always thought he was younger than me. Yeah, well, because it feels weird. like that. Yeah. But, meh. Because well, he's like a forever child in the movies, yeah. Yep, exactly. Hmm. All right, so there's a, there's some other some people that were born in this year. Now, I've got just a couple other things I wanted to share, and then we'll take a look at some of the things here in your card. Did you know there is something very special about people that were born in 1980? And uh, it's going to happen in the year 2025. Okay. And this hasn't happened since 1936. So here's what it is. In 1980, people born in 1980, Mm -hmm. in 2025, you'll be turning 45. In that year, you will actually, your age will line up 
as the square root of the year it is. So you'll be turning 45, which is the exact square root of 2025. Weird. This hasn't happened since people who were born in the year 1892. And in 1936, they turned 44 in 1936, being the square root of the year. That's weird. It won't happen again until people who were born in uh, 2070. In Mm. 2116, they'll turn 46 and be the square root. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Special. Yeah. So there it is. In 2025, you got a big year coming up for you. It's a big banner year. Big year. Awesome. Coming up for you right there. All right. Let's take a look here at at this card. I want to guess how much some some of these things are. I do have some trivia for you. Okay. Tell me. So we're going to do a little bit of a a quiz here on on what we have. So, Sarah. Yes. In the year 1980... How much was minimum wage? Was it $4? Was it $3.10? Or was it $2.50? I'm going to go with $3.10. You are correct. Yes. $3.10. Because I remember I used to make in 98, oh God, here we go, back in my day, I made $5.10 an hour. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was mm-hmm. good money back then. That was good money. Yeah. Uh, okay, number two. What name was the most popular for baby boys? Like how many of these names did you have growing up with you? Brian. M- Michael. Charles or Roy? Michael. Yeah, it's got to be Michael. Yeah, I mean, there were so many Michaels. So many Michaels and Mikes. I would assume so. Let me pull this up here and just make sure. Mm-hmm. 21. Yep. Michael was number one. Christopher, number two. Jason, three. David, four. James, five. Oh, okay. Yeah. What about girls? What do you think was the most popular girl's name? Sarah? Nope. Jennifer. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Nailed it. it. There Jennifer. were so many Jennies and so Jens, Jennifer. Many. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Jen, Jennifer's and Jessica's, and yeah. Uh, number one was Jennifer, two was Amanda, three, mm-hmm. Jessica, four, Melissa, five, Sarah. Yeah. Number five oh, yeah, was I was Sarah. always Sarah, like Sarah D. Yeah. Because Sarah Wilson got to just be the actual Sarah. Ah. Uh, yeah. So all the rest of us, because there were like three different Sarahs, and so like we always had to have the initial, and Sarah Wilson got to just be Sarah. Sarah Wilson. Yeah. Um, okay, let me ask you this. What, uh, which movie won the award for Best Picture in 1980? Ordinary People, Rocky, or Transformers? Okay, that's dumb. Transformers didn't come out there. Rocky? Um, Ordinary People. Ordinary People? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I, that one I like recognize Jack it, Lennon? but I, don't, I haven't seen it. Okay. It's probably one of those very intelligent movies you're supposed to see, but uh, I haven't. Oh, yeah. Like a beautiful mind or something. Yeah, uh, well, I've seen a beautiful mind. You haven't seen a beautiful mind? No. No. You know, really I'm like going to be honest. I don't think you'd like it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're you're not a big Russell Crowe person, right? No, I don't like his face. Yeah, it's a lot of Russell Crowe. It's too much Russell Crowe. I mean, it's pretty much all Russell mm-hmm. Crowe. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I'm going to go ahead and pass with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who was president of the United States, Sarah, in 1980? Uh, Ronald Reagan. Nixon. Wait, Washington Times just a minute. Uh oh. Uh, Carter. Yes. Yeah. There we go. I was going to let you figure out that one on your own without giving you a list. Wow. All right. So yeah, those are those are some of the some quiz some facts some quiz things from there. Uh, let's see. Do you want some more? Yes, I'm actually fascinated by this. Okay. Do you want another quiz? Yes. All right. What was the cost of a United States postage stamp in uh, 1980? Twenty cents. Uh, do you want some? Sure. Fifteen cents, eight cents, or thirty-two cents. Oh, I guess the what was the first one? 
Uh, let's see. I, I, sorry, I'm pulling out the answer at the same time. I said 15 cents. 15 eight cents. cents or 32 cents. You're saying 15 cents? Sure. That's correct. Yes. That is how much it was. Wow. So you, you nailed that one. Because now a stamp is what, like 50? Like 40 cents, 50 cents? Mm, I don't know because the number isn't on them anymore because they all know, just say forever. I want to say it's like 59. Honestly, I'm not sure either. Yeah. I mean, I just buy them, whatever it is, you got to pay for it anyway. Mm-hmm. I think it's 59 cents. Is that right? Sure. We have we'll just go. We have that. Uh, people that are we have we have male people that listen to the show. I'm sure are going to be calling in, uh-huh. writing in like <laughs> idiots. Here's how much it is. Uh, forty nine cents is how much is okay. Forty nine cents. Okay. All right. Um, let's see a couple other things that uh, that happened. Oh, these you're not going to like any of these. The Pennsylvania lottery was rigged by six men, including the host Uh-oh. of the live TV drawing. What? I want to know the history behind that what story. What happened? The Pennsylvania in 1980, the Pennsylvania lottery was rigged by six men, including the host of the live TV drawing. That sounds like a movie right wow. there. Yeah, I'm sure. Are you sure it hasn't been a movie? Um, no, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Considering I just found out about it, somebody should do something with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe they maybe they already have. I'm not entirely sure. Um, all right. What were the what was the most popular TV show of the year? Oh, in 1980. Yes, the Cosby Show. This is that was pre Cosby Show. Oh boy. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, it was a soap opera. Was it the one that you watched? Was it All My Children? Uh, no, no. This was like an evening one. An evening soap opera. Yeah. There was a, there's such a thing as an evening soap opera? Well, this is kind of like the precursor to your 90210 and it wasn't. all that stuff. Uh, was it, uh, um, oh God, what, Dynasty or something? Uh, not Dynasty. You're getting close. It's the name of a city. Oh, uh, 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 Dallas. Dallas, that was yes. it. Yeah. All right. Dallas is probably something you would have liked. Not that I ever watched it. I, I did not. But I'm going to guess it's... Because mm. it's it's all like that 90210 stuff, isn't it? Yeah. So these were like I mean, I older just, people. I watched some absolute garbage. I just finished watching Pretty Little Liars, by the way. Pretty Little Liars. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, that doesn't sound like it. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. It's a terrible show. Is it like Gossip Girl and all that stuff? It's... Gilmore n- Girls? Not, no, it's not like that. It's just... A, I don't know. I can't even explain it. It's just... Really? It's a terrible show. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I think... Um, yeah, Big League Chew was introduced in 1980. A couple other things that were introduced in 1980. So you also had uh, the first printer from Apple. The Apple Silent Type is released. Oh, boy. Yeah. Heathcliff. Is that and- the kind where you had to pull off the sides? Because it would like the dotted sides? Um, and separate the papers? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dot matrix ones. God, the kids have it so easy these days. Remember when you like printed out like a 16-page report, and then you have to separate all the papers and then get mm-hmm. the sides off? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was it was a real pain in the ass. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, a show that debuted in 1980, was starring a guy who was famous for his mustache. And Tom Selleck. Yep. What's the show? Magnum PI. Magnum PI. Yes. Debuted my in mom 1980. Loved Magnum PI. Okay. What did McDonald's introduce in 1980? Chicken nuggets. Close. You're on the right track with chicken. Chicken sandwich. Which is called. Chicken sandwich? Nope. Crispy chicken sandwich? What do they usually do with their sandwiches? Crispy them? McChicken. McChicken. chicken sandwich. The McChicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, My first word actually has to do with McDonald's. 
I guess my mom said the first thing that I ever said was fries. Oh, my God. I think you've said that before and I yeah. forgot. Uh-huh. Your first word was fries. Yes. <laughs> the struggle is real. That needs to go on like your bio or something. Somebody update Sarah's she said Wikipedia I would just buy, page. When I, I saw the golden <laughs> McDonald's arches and I just started saying fries. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Still love fries. <laughs> I actually I'm not like the biggest French fry person either. Yeah. I mean, I just yeah, I don't really have them too much. Yeah. Well, you just had them today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, we don't talk about that, Greg. It's birthday lunch. Those calories do not count. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Uh, let's see. Final things here. I'll. Um, Where did you find that? Did you get that at Asylum too? I did. That's awesome. It's pretty awesome. Oh yeah, I'm gonna breed that thing all afternoon. Yeah, they've got it for for like I don't know. Did they have one for your years? They did. Did I they didn't, make it that far back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have them back in into the '60s. I know. Oh wow! Well, in 1980, do you know? Um, let's see. How much do you think milk was? Milk. Um, or how about why don't we do this? A loaf of bread. A loaf of bread. A dollar ten. Mm-mm. Less or more? Fifty-one cents. Oh my gosh! It was only fifty-one cents for a loaf of bread. Well, bread's still kind of cheap. I mean, well, I buy cheap bread. Well, I do too. Yeah, I usually average like a dollar twenty-five. Okay. For a good thing in bread. I guess I do kind of splurge. I go for like the two-dollar bread. Oh, you're crazy. Yeah, a bit of a. Okay, this is amazing. Spender. So it actually has like old, uh, like '80s advertisements. Yeah, some of those are pretty cool. Yeah, this is ma- this is awesome. Well, there you go. All right, sir. I'm going to get distracted. <laughs> Hot so. bread talk. We've got some real good bread some talk. Some real going on. bread talk. <laughs> oh, the popular fashion in 1980 mm-hmm. uh, was the retro look. With ladies, it was long, skim, uh, slim skirts, narrow men's ties, and thin lapels. Knee socks with dresses were popular. Mm-hmm. Clogs and bulky wool sweaters. Bass brand shoes are popular throughout the year. Popular toys Pac Man, Space Invaders 2. Did you ever play Space Invaders 2? I, d- I don't remember Space Invaders 2. Space Invaders 1, for sure. In a Green Beret video game. Mm, yeah, no, I don't recall that one either. No, I don't think I've ever even heard of that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. All right. Well, there we go. Okay. Well, thank you, Greg, for the thoughtful gift. Yes, you are welcome, Sarah. Mm. Um, should we do a little bit of World of Crazy? Yeah. I mean, yes. I think that's a great idea. Let me pull okay. that thing. I didn't have that. I do want to give an update because we've had a few emails from people asking about the uh, the house thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do some more digging. When? Today? Yeah. I'm going to go <gasps> really? see my house at the, at the courthouse today. See my ladies at the courthouse. Oh, my God. <laughs> I kind of want to go just to see it. You want to go? Maybe. Hot birthday. Birthday. Uh, Road trip to the courthouse. Well, so what do you have to do in order to get more information? I got to take the name that I was given, and then they look up that name. I Basically, I submit the record. They might be able to find something in the computer, but they probably have to submit the record. Oh, are they open on Columbus Day? Oh, yeah, today's a holiday, isn't it? <sighs> I forgot. Whoops. I kind of forget about this day. Um, maybe not. Maybe they won't be. Sorry to ruin your I think everyone, Well, Columbus Day isn't a holiday. Ooh, Courtney says, bring your lady some cookies. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want stranger cookies. Maybe from not stranger like cookies. You. Like maybe buy something. Do I need to buy some something? Yeah. Like I mean, I'm like going to be seeing them sealed. for, you know, it's going to be a long time. It's going to be months before I'm able to track all this down. And to be fair, Greg, 
they're probably taking off the day for my birthday, not for some bullshit holiday. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Today's not a real holiday. Why do you think we're working, guys? Woohoo! Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy! This first story kind of reminded me, that's funny that you bring up the house, because this reminded me of something that would most likely maybe be somewhere on your property. Because you already have, you know, since you do own a house in southeast Portland, and it is old, and it uh, does have creepy things like little doors and door floors. Yeah. Um... This house, so this is a house in Texas. So these homeowners were getting ready to like redo their yard, and they decided to uplift some of the um, the stones that they had for their walkway. Yeah. Turns out the walkway was actually made with face down headstones. Oh from damn! Gravestones. That's fucked up. Yeah. So instead, so they were actually facing downward, so you couldn't tell that they were actually gravestones. They've been walking on people's mm-hmm. gravestones. Yes, yeah, so this happened in Texas. So um, let's see. Uh, police officer <laughs> Kent Layton said, "Who's the person that did that in the beginning?" Well, he said he opened an investigation into the headstones at the home after a construction worker doing work at the recently purchased house to get ready to fix up the yard discovered uh, the paving stones that made up the front yard sidewalk were face down grave markers. So at first he thought that he was uncovering like maybe a cemetery or a graveyard of some sort um, because it's, it's highly unusual for somebody to use headstones as a walkway. I mean, I don't yeah. even like to... I mean, I'm totally superstitious like that. Like, I don't step that's on That's just grave. bad. Just, yeah. I don't know. Believe in whatever you want to believe in. That's just... Uh, no. No. That's just wrong. So, uh, so let's see. So, the headstones were used for the walkway. And he said, it was kind of creepy, in my opinion, but that's just me. The headstones are apparently placed in the house uh, sometime after 2007. So, he actually did some research on the headstones, which bo- mostly bore the uh, death dates of 1974. Oh, so it's okay. So uh, he was able to locate their actual graves in Fort, Fort Worth. Uh, so the graves were not the gravestones are not missing from the actual graves where the people were buried. It seems like these might have been extra ones that like the family didn't like or something. Oh, Courtney like is saying maybe they were misprinted. Okay, if they yeah. were misprinted, then that's all right. So they were rejected by families for misspellings or perhaps other errors. But uh, still, there's no uh, explanation as to why they were used as a walkway. It's still weird. I don't think I'd like that. Yeah, but I mean, I guess you got to do something with it. As long as it's a misprint, okay. Yeah, but that's still. I still, yeah, it's still weird. Yeah, even those, um, like the Halloween decorations where people put up like fake gri- like tombstones and stuff in their yards. I'm always just, always just makes me feel. How many weird. misprints on headstones can there be? I don't know, man. Like, why would you? That seems like it's a lot of work to etch out mm-hmm. a name and date and all that stuff on a headstone. Wouldn't you be real careful? I would think so. I don't know, but I guess there were enough to make a walkway. All right. Uh, let's see. Next up, got a story out of Japan. Mm. Out of Japan. Okay. Uh, flights were delayed at a Japanese airport this past weekend when a poodle, who decided that it didn't want to go onto the plane with its owner, uh, actually escaped from its cage and ran loose on the tarmac. Oh. oh he's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you know. No, I know you wouldn't. Story yeah. If, yeah. Come on. Uh, so the Japanese transport ministry said that a large poodle escaped from its basket um, when it was being loaded onto a Japan Airlines flight at Tokyo's uh, main airport. The dog ran toward the runway area, causing one of the hub's four runways to be closed for uh, a total of about 10 minutes. 14 <laughs> flights were, respect- uh, were affected by the 8.50 a.m. escape. How did it get out? Just, I guess it was in a basket. 
Oh. So it says, in a basket, and then it jumped out of the basket. So the poodle was captured about 40 minutes after its escape with the help of, the, uh, with the help of its owner. Uh, Japan Airlines says it's reviewing the incident to see if loading procedures need to be changed to, prevu- um, to prevent future animal escapes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because something that's, that's going to end up being a bad story, but... Uh this one's a good no. Just, a poodle just running, running around. just crazy little <laughs> poodle running around, delaying everybody's flights because they can't get the darn poodle back. All right, I have a couple. Start- this is just like a couple blips that I found, but these are actually out of Portland, Oregon. Um, reading the police scanners, um, like reports uh, at the Oregonian, it's pretty funny. And one of them, it's just a headline, but I felt like I needed to do a Florida with trees because mm-hmm. it did happen here. Uh, it's also. This headline just said, a man was uh, a man called police after his father was allegedly struck with a tiki torch by a neighbor in a heated argument over dog poop. The man was struck by a tiki torch in an argument over dog poop. Yes, the man, this guy's okay. dad. Who was, did the striking? Who was the dog poop on? Whose property? Who it, was doing it? It was a very morning? heated argument. It doesn't say when the property, like which property it was at, but we do know that it involved a tiki torch. It involved someone being hit in the head and it involved animal poop of some sort. God. So you got to piece it together. Got to piece it together. What happened is you have Bill, mm-hmm. who's real particular about his yard, and then you have Jerry. Jerry, Jerry doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Jerry's got a couple of dogs. Jerry's busy. He doesn't clean up his dog poop. Now they have kind of a low fence between the yards, so it doesn't happen too often. But Jerry's dog Chuck, well, Chuck will sometimes oh, Chuck. get over there into Bill's yard, and Bill does not like that, and he'll start mm-hmm. pooping over there. And the problem is, you know, Bill's real particular about his yard. You know, he spends a lot of time on it. He likes to have gatherings there. He likes to have little parties, and he'll put, like, decorations up, and he'll barbecue, keeps it pretty meticulous. Family comes over, you know, every couple of weeks, and they'll have, like, themed parties during oh, the boy. summer. And they have, like, special drinks. Oh, yeah, they have, like, themed make. drinks for uh-huh. their themed parties. Yeah, they'll have themed drinks for mm-hmm. it, you know, and then all kinds of different stuff like that. And so, so uh, like, today they'll probably have a, you know, a Nina Pinta and Santa Maria drinks, you know, that oh, they're going for yeah. or something like that. And then... So, I mean, he really likes his yard. And the problem is Chuck, Chuck's not a bad dog, but Chuck's not the greatest dog. He's just kind of a big, dumb lab, and he jumps over there, and he'll poop in Bill's yard. And Bill's told Jerry several times, like, come on, bud, let's just knock that off. Yeah, let's not do to, that. To the point where he doesn't even invite Jerry over for the parties anymore. It's super Like, awkward. starts kind of complaining, then, like, hey, you know, this guy over here and his goddamn dog, they're always coming over here in my yard. And then finally, one day it happened, you know. Bill's getting ready for his big party, and he looks over there, and it's like the one, the one poop that broke the camel's back. You know, okay. he's looking right there, and he can gets you just, mad. Like, not and he, like, can you stop saying he the word poop storms so over much? there. And he's like, "Jerry, get your ass out of here! I am sick of this shit. I've told you a hundred times, don't let Chuck over here." And then, uh, you know, Jerry comes over, and he's like, "What are you talking about, Bill? I didn't do what I wanted. It wasn't Chuck? You can't prove anything." And Bill. Bill had a couple of cocktails. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. He was getting ready for his party. He had yeah. to sample them before he, you know, he's naming these cocktails. He's sampling Gotta know the things, product. You know, and in a fit of rage, he's standing right there and he sees this tiki torch and he goes, grabs a tiki torch and goes, bam, and bops Jerry on the head. Now he regretted it when he did it, but yeah, he can't back down after that. You got to keep going. You got to double down. You know, you can't show a sign of weakness to Jerry or else, you know, Chuck will be in his yard all day long. And so that's when Jerry got mad himself, you know, and he he was ticked off. But he the, luckily the neighbor across the street saw everything going on and Cheryl called the police on both of them because she's sick of it. Cheryl's had to deal with both of them yelling at each other for years, years. She hears about both of them complaining about each other 
So Cheryl's just like, you know what? I'm putting a stop on this right now. I just saw Bill bop him with the, as, as Lisa said, bopped him on the head with the, with the tiki torch. It's like Cheryl's like, I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of both of you. I'm not dealing with this anymore. I'm calling the police. Also in the same report, uh, in Portland, a woman uh, called police to report that a neo-Nazi was planning a satanic Christmas celebration in Portland, and she wanted to let people know. However, it is believed that she was experiencing a mental health crisis. A neo-Nazi was planning a... A a satanic Christmas celebration. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's all. Okay. That's not on anymore. No. Okay. That's not. Okay. Uh, I think she's just having some sort of breakdown. And finally, out of Portsmouth, New Hampshire, thank you, uh, a couple people sent this story to me. Um, This is about a new special beer that is being brewed. It's a first specifically crafted craft brew beer that's crafted and brewed. Also crafted. For menopausal women. Oh, wait, wait a minute. What does this have to do with it? That's what I'm saying. It's a beer that has been that has been brewed specifically for menopausal women. Brewed specifically for them. Yes. Okay. So I'm used to usually these stories when you start something off, it's going to be made by something gross or some body part, and I'm like, I didn't know where you were going with it. No, and, and then you just like basically any person who's going through menopause, not, and you just no. t- you just said Ew. I misunderstood what was going on there. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a craft beer that's being brewed specifically for menopausal women uh, called Liberation. And it was designed by brewery co-owner Joanne Francis. So she's uh, calling her beer a breakthrough in what is a male-dominated industry. She said it's taken her years to bring the idea to the market. After consulting with women health practitioners, our team came up with ingredients believed to relieve symptoms like sleepiness, hot flashes, and mood swings. And we wanted to shift the mentality from focusing on the negative aspects of this stage in life to celebrating the liberating aspects so there's beer for everything. You know, you have beer for your cats, beer for your dogs. Yeah, the name the name menopause. is just it's bad. Yeah. So it contains I a number. I feel like they could have done some more work on that part. It seems pretty lazy. Yeah. Like it doesn't seem like it fits the product. No. Mhm. <laughs> so there are some questions uh, coming in the in the live chat. Well, do you want to know well, well, this beer contains a number of ingredients herbalists uh, use to help women deal with menopause like motherwort Lemon balm, chamomile, and stinging nettle. Stinging nettle? What do you do with stinging nettle? I don't know. They I hurt. don't know. They do hurt. I, do I don't like, like them. St- no, I don't like stinging Mm-mm. nettles. They're around a lot when we were camping as kids. Yeah. All you yep. get stung. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're yeah, not so fun. what was the... Uh, well, one of the questions uh, Lucas is asking, uh, menopausal beer is a male-dominated industry, question mark? Is, is there an industry no, of menopausal beer, saying, or what is the... No, I think that she's saying that the beer industry is male-dominated. Oh, okay. But, so she's on the forefront of making What are the properties beer. of this beer, what are they putting in this medicinally to counteract these things? Well, it does say that the herbals, the herbs that I just mentioned. So it has all those herbs in it? It has the herbs, I guess, okay. in it. And she's been working on this for six years. Okay. And she said um, that when she initially came up with the idea, she was met with, quote, disgust and horror from her employees. Why? Well, disgust and horror, no. I mean, again, I misunderstood. I thought you were going to say some body part thing at the beginning. Um, Yeah, I don't know why you'd be (laughs) disgust and horror. Oh, Oh my God. You're an aging woman. Ah! You monster. (laughs) Maybe not that. I mean, 
Maybe some help on branding. You're a monster. Uh, help on the name selection. Mm-hmm. And we'll help Terrible on everything name. else. Terrible name selection. Well, maybe her lady brain just wasn't creative enough to I come up with a better not, one. I did not say that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there you have it. Menopausal beer. That's really crazy. Crazy. Thank you, Sarah. That was a very good world of Oh, Friends. thank you, Greg. That was lovely. No, oh, thanks. I've got a little bit of ball talk. You do? A little bit of ball talk. And you do have to do some updates, too. Uh, some well, I've got that some this news. Weekend. Uh-huh. Let's talk about. There's not a lot. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. There is... Yeah, quite honestly, there's a whole lot of political stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm just not even going to get into that because you Mm -mm. can read it everywhere now, so it's not like I'm giving you a secret Pence stuff. Jameel Hill's suspended? Okay, we're going to skip that part. Um, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Breaking news. This is breaking news. Oh. For Oregon State Beavers fans. So, Oregon State has, uh, let's just be honest, their football team sucks. I mean, they're bad. Mm-hmm. They are pretty bad. And we haven't, we were historically bad up until about 1998 or 9. And then pretty, pretty good for a few years. A little bit of a slump and then back to being actually Still top of the Pac-12, top half of the Pac-12. So a decent team, the team that goes to a bowl game, you believe could have a shot at the beginning of the year. We've They've been pretty good. Last couple of years has just been this dive bomb. And they hired a new coach two years ago named Gary Anderson. They hired away from Wisconsin. Okay. He was a really good coach there. They had a really good season. It was kind of a surprise hire. It was like a big deal to get him. And uh, he just signed a four-year deal worth $12 million. Okay. And this morning, due to Oregon State's terrible season that is happening, Gary Anderson has left the Oregon State Beavers. But here's the thing. What's weird about it? He left the $12 million on the table. What does that mean? Meaning he backed out of his contract. He backed out of his contract. The school would have owed him that money if they wanted to fire him. If they fired him, they would owe him $12 million. Okay. Instead, Gary Anderson voluntarily said, nah, keep your money. I'm just going to go. That's strange. All right. Who so, leaves? I mean, can you think? Are you understanding this? No, I, yeah. So he basically he just left walked away from- He left $12 million on the table. I mean- That was his money to take if he wanted it. If they had fired What would have been that bad that he would have just walked I mean, away from maybe that? Maybe it's that bad as being coach of the Oregon State Beavers. Wow. He was willing to walk away with $12 million. I don't know. There's, there's something there's more. There's going to be some, something more. There's definitely story. something more because I don't see how you would ever walk away from that kind of money. I mean, no matter who no. you are. Um, something's up. Something is definitely up. Mm-hmm. But regardless, he is no longer head coach of the Oregon State Beavers. So they're starting over. And we shall see what what goes on from there. Oh, boy. Who they bring in. I don't know who they're going to bring in. Uh, speculation in the live chat. Uh, Ed says, better offer. I doubt he's getting a better offer 
because I mean he's he's sucked here, so I don't I don't know. I kind of doubt he he'll get a better offer. Chris says kind of like Dave Dave Chappelle literally walking away from Chappelle's show. Yeah, that's true. Chappelle did leave a lot of money on the table, but Chappelle was also on top of the world at that point. It's also surprising, but Gary Anderson's at the bottom. I mean, seriously, they're at the bottom of the Pac-12. Yeah. I don't know. Where are the where are the Washington State Cougars at that? Uh, we don't have really have time I'm, to check the... I'm sorry. I think I since it is my birthday, <laughs> I would like to bring up the fact that not once, but twice in the past two weeks, Greg has been wrong about my Washington State Cougars. And this last week, so the first one... I didn't want to make this prediction last week. You made me. The first one. So last week, it was uh, the Cougars versus USC, which Greg declared that the Cougars were going to lose. Then yeah. again... This past weekend, when Washington State University Cougars played against uh, the Oregon Ducks, Greg said, and I quote, that the Cougs were going to coog it. Yeah. Which means, you know, mess it up. Yeah. And again, Greg was incorrect. Greg, who won WSU versus U of O this weekend? I will give credit where credit's due. The Washington State Cougars, of all teams, are sitting at 6-0 right now. So it's them and University of Washington. A few years ago, it was Oregon and Oregon State that were at the top of the Pac-12 North. God, that was a lovely time. Now the tables have turned. It is Washington and Washington State who are the top two teams in the Pac-12 North. And one of those two might very well be the favorite to win the conference, which means they could go to a playoff. I mean, it's it's big. Mm-hmm. Washington State is a really fucking good football team. The only thing that makes me mad about that, because I'm, I'm happy for Washington State being good. The only thing that makes me mad is if, if Washington State can do it in Pullman, Oregon State should be able to do it in Corvallis. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's no legitimate, like, facilities-wise, there's no advantage. I mean, even location-wise, Oregon State's in a better location because we're closer to major airports and things like that. I, I just... It's frustrating. But good for Washington State. I am happy for them. I'm happy for the Kooks. They did win. I was statistically, I mean, if you factor in what the Vegas odds, statistically, I may have still been correct. No, you were absolutely 100% wrong. I mean. Statistically mm, and every, every way possible. I mean, it depends on how you look at it. Yeah, you just look at the, at the correct way. and Also, I think some people misheard one of the things I may have also said when my predictions because I asked someone in the live chat to, to give me again to predict. I think it was Oklahoma against Iowa State. I'm pretty sure I said Iowa State was going to knock off the number three team in the nation. No, oh, I think that that's opposite. I might have said some the opposite of that, but I was thinking it. Seriously, when I saw that score, I'm like, God, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, got, I got like a softball thrown to me to predict. It's like number three. Oklahoma was the number three team. Iowa State's not even ranked. I'm like, oh, sweet. Well, at least I'll get one. <laughs> so you were at zero for three this weekend? Uh, what was, was my third one? I need Tony to write it on the on our Facebook page. He's yeah. the one that keeps track of all this stuff. No, I think I got the other one correct. What one did I? What, I can't I remember. I can't remember. I mean, I spend weeks and what, hours. What's with the Buckeyes? I didn't predict the Buckeyes one. I know it was not that. They didn't. No TCU. 
I had TCU and uh, West Virginia. Mm. I believe I picked TCU. I think I got that right. Okay. Yeah. Someone's just leaving it at that. All right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. So what we've all learned is basically take what Greg predicts and do exactly <laughs> opposite. And okay. also, you can send your tithings if Greg is ever correct, but you can also send your angry emails to Greg, too. <laughs> because, I mean, if he hadn't have predicted that WSU-U of O thing, like, your ducks probably would have won. Oh, come on. I told you I do not like making predictions on Oregon and Oregon State games. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, and then you tried to be all, like, kiss-assy by picking Oregon. <laughs> No, I wasn't being kiss-assy. I, I legitimately thought they were going to win. Because it's just, it's hard to believe the Cougars haven't figured out a way to Cougar it yet. I mean, come on, that's a fair expectation mm-hmm. to expect them to screw it up. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's an and accurate it, You know, and it may still very well happen. But right but now... it hasn't yet. It hasn't yet. They're 6-0. They're the number eight team in the country, I believe, right now. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Good for them. I have to pull out some of my old Cougar wear. Wear it proudly. Wait, if this is correct, Lucas is saying that the the uh, win in Iowa State's win against Oklahoma was the first time they have ever beaten them. <laughs> is that true? That can't be true. Oh, I that hope can't it's true. be right. I hope it's true. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I do also have uh, something. There is an update for that Bigfoot story, but I'm going to do it tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So we have this. Okay, you got. We've got yes. some big. We got some mm-hmm. squatch updates. Got some squatch updates. Okay, but also before we go, I do want to wish a happy birthday to myself. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right! And thank you again, Greg, for the thoughtful presence. I'm very excited to write with my new pen. Yes. Teach myself how to do some calligraphy. Good. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Well, happy birthday, Thank Sarah. you very For much. And to learn my states. Uh huh. You'll yes. learn your states. All of these things. Also, then you'll have ice, so I don't have to bring you ice water from mm-hmm. now on to I the love studio. Ice water. I love ice water so much. You do love ice mm-hmm. water. Absolutely. Favorite well, drink. it is Sarah's okay. birthday, and happy birthday, Sarah. Thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you to everybody for your well wishes. That was very nice of you. And I'm uh, very happy that you are part of my life. Oh. Oh. By the way, Iowa State beat Oklahoma in 1990, just so you know. Okay, that's what you were doing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. want to say a big thank you to one of our fine, fine sponsors, Next Adventure. Next Adventure. Yes. Nextadventure.org or or .net. Excuse me, Mm -hmm. nextadventure.net. .net. And, of course, their main location, located right here in town on the corner of Stark and Grand. Awesome. Go get yourself some fun stuff. Get ready for the winter. Yeah, it is. Winter is coming. Such a great store. Anything for your your outdoor needs, go to Next Adventure. Awesome. And like uh, the Portland Podcast Festival, PDX Podcast Festival on Facebook. That's where we'll be announcing the various shows that we'll be joining the festival on December 2nd. Awesome. All right, thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. So come, bye friends. Uh, I live here. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.